everyone, it's Sandra Ganley here and I am so excited to bring you the new Country Chats podcast. I'm going to be talking about all things in the Irish country music scene, from singers to songs, dances to dance venues. I'll also be interviewing singers and dance teachers along the way and delving a little bit deeper into the great world of social dance and country music here in Ireland. So I hope you'll be able to tune in. Hi everybody, you're very welcome back to the Country Chats podcast episode no it's not episode it's series four can you believe it series four so that makes it episode 31 is my math correct I hope so but anyway you're very welcome back to series four I can't actually believe it that I've got this far to series four and another great series on the way and I've been excited for this interview today um, or for this guest I should say took us a few months a few weeks to get this organized but we've got there eventually a bit of technical difficulty as well sure wouldn't be the real world without a bit, bit of that I'm delighted to have Claudia Buckley here on screen in front of me Claudia how are you I'm great thank you for having me it's so funny you said about the technical difficulties look it <laughs> I'm definitely not the most tech savvy girl in the world I think just from knowing you from this like two minute conversation we had before you started recording I'd say you're not the most tech, tech savvy either so it's a miracle we're here and we're having this conversation but it's great it's great to be here and great to chat to you congratulations also on season four that's amazing how's yeah, it going for you well yeah you're the first guest so I said why not kick series series four off with a bang so we're definitely getting we're definitely doing that yeah tech savvy I am and I am and and uh, I mean I'm here recording a podcast on zoom with no microphone so that probably says it all but I've got this far without it so I'm fine with it zoom is the way to go zoom is the way to go so do you find that this tech savvy thing does do you find when you're gigging or that kind of thing are you just like just give me the mic and that just like that's all I want to do how do you, do you ever get caught in situations where you're like no the opposite actually I'd be very particular about wanting to have um hear everything properly you know I love sound check my sound the sound check is the best time I go in and obviously I use my in-ear monitors for when we're uh, rehearsing and stuff like that and for me personally I like to have certain things in my ears to be able to pitch to like I love to hear a lot of piano I love to hear um be the, like the backing vocals I love to hear the harmonies that's just what my ear likes to hear so no I'd be very I suppose in that um circumstance I love to go in and I love to have everything right before we we get to a gig I wouldn't be the the best in the world at just arriving on and saying hand me a mic no I'm a, an organization uh freak I like to be very prepared always so um in that circumstance I suppose no but calling myself not tech savvy in that in that uh, way doesn't really work I suppose in that way I am a little bit but other than that if you if you tell me to do whatever on a computer I'd be like no not my <laughs> not my thing you know um I, I can sing that's what I can do on the all that kind of thing but uh yeah other than that I suppose maybe I am a little bit very good well it's, you're you seem to be doing all right so I'm with you mentioned the in here in how long have you had them because I know when a musician or a singer makes a, a jump to them it's kind of it's a big deal isn't it when you kind of go from just not having in ears to all of a sudden having this whole new atmosphere going on in your head yeah no it totally is it takes definitely takes a while to get used to them as well I suppose when you know we were gigging a lot and I realized that you know more and thank god more and more stuff started to come in and you know it was getting busier and every musician that I would meet and every singer that I would meet and um, would always say you know do you have in-ear monitors yet and I said no I've just been you know singing out of you know getting my sound out of the wedge for everybody or anybody who is listening who doesn't know what that is it would just be the little monitor that you'd see at the front of the stage at shows and that's where the sound will come out and that's what I was used to just and it's what my you know my dad is a singer musician also I'm sure lots of your listeners will know that too his name is Jimmy and um, he would have used that for years also before getting in here so um, when I made the jump to switch over to them definitely took me a while definitely took me a while to get used to them but when I realized what I liked to hear and what I pitched well to um, it just saved so much on my voice actually I wasn't straining my voice as much I didn't realize it because when you're a couple of of nights on the go 
and um, now pre-COVID obviously when you're a couple of nights on on the go you know and you're singing a lot you don't realize when you're not using the in-ears the strain you're shouting a little bit more trying to fight to be able to be heard or fight to be able to hear yourself by singing a little bit louder because you're not really getting it out of that wedge you know and um, I didn't realize how much I was doing that until I switched over and it was just a matter of hearing myself well you just come off and you don't feel like you're after shouting for two hours on stage so no definitely they take a while to get used to but I think that they are a game changer if you can get into them but then I know there is some singers that don't use them at all and they are pitch perfect always and that works for them which is class you know and um, I wish I was like that but I, I think you know um even after going back and doing a couple of gigs there last week and um, after being off for so many months I used them again and it does take a while to get back into using them so um yeah so that's the in-ears and can you actually can you hear your voice when you have the in-ears in you can you can hear whatever you want really like depending on your um depending on your sound uh, monitor your sound engineer you will just ask him or ask her to give you whatever you want to hear if you want to hear more of yourself you can hear yourself if you want to hear the audience you can hear the audience if you want to hear more guitar more piano ah, that's whatever. cool like I knew obviously you could hear your different instruments or if you needed more of a certain one but I didn't know you could like choose to hear the audience that's cool yeah yeah you can and um, the weird thing is that with them in you don't always because you're very isolated with them and you don't actually always hear what's in front of you so some people will take one out leave one out slightly to be able to hear the audience as well because you can feel a little bit isolated it's literally like wearing something over your head yeah <laughs> but I know they're great they're, they're a game ch changer for any uh, singing musician I would say anyways. lovely and of course I'm assuming they're they're they were made for you they're molded to your yeah to your ear molded. yeah exactly they're molded to you can get ones that aren't as well just like generic ones that will fit pretty much everybody but um yeah i know the ones that i have are molded to my own ears there we go so if, oh, in all the podcasts i've never had a discussion on in ears and definitely not one this this lengthy would you look at that it's where there was nothing else to talk about but there we go there's a crash course on in ears <laughs> But uh, no, but it's, you know, it shows the professionalism as well. I know you said some singers don't choose to, don't like them or, you know, prefer to just go without them. But it is, it's that step of above to, you know, it's time to get the in-ears. And I'm amazed at that it's saving your voice. No, they're not essential. But the fact that it's saving your voice, I'm really interested in because I don't use microphones for teaching, dancing at all. And I've started slowly this year I suppose I haven't been been teaching as much this year so my voice hasn't had a strain but I need you and especially you're you're a bit younger than me like you have to mind your voice like and you don't realize it at the time it's took me a good eight years to realize oh sugar I actually need to mind it yeah no oh god you do of course you do your voice is your your voice well for me my voice is my my main instrument um, and I know that obviously you're you're a dance teacher and stuff like that. You need to be able to be heard as well. So, you know, totally agree. You definitely need to mind your voice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll go back to, I suppose, what would always be the start of the podcast. Well, it's easy. It's great knowing we can talk. So that's that's good. We've got over that part anyway. There's no uh, getting to know each other. But um, you obviously, right, for people who don't know you, I mean, well, we all know you off Instagram. We know you off Facebook. And you're, you've been really busy actually in the last week or two. Um, you've had a load of gigs. Yeah. Have you been working pretty much every day or every two or three days, it looks like? Yeah, no, we've had, um, I suppose, in the last two weeks, Jesus, isn't it great to be talking about being busy again? You know, I'm not used to that for the past couple of months with music. But um, yeah, no, it kind of kicked back off for me. I um, was invited to be a guest on the new series of Operella Daniel, which will be airing I think maybe in October December time so that was kind of like the first I suppose unofficial 
you know, gig. It was it was really really cool to get down there and and meet you know our colleagues from the business that I wouldn't have seen in months and get to you know sing live with the fantastic band and musicians behind me. It was a great way to get back into the swing of things. And um, really enjoyed that. And then I think uh, the following week, then which was just a few days ago, and um, we kicked off by going to God, where were we? We were in um, Killarney, the INEC, one of those inside out shows. It was really cool again with our own band um, to an audience of lovely familiar faces that I hadn't seen in so so long and um, definitely took us a little while to get back into the swing of things and um, get you know all the intros and the stops and the starts and everything I suppose tight again um, but look at the buzz is still there and really really enjoyed that it was a great way to get back out in front of people have the crack with people again and you know really enjoyed that show and then the day after that I was gone to Castle Blaney Music Festival which was fantastic it's their first year running and um, it was like an outdoor festival lots and lots of people there so I went on and I did a spot there as well and it was fantastic and again great to see so many people that would have come to see us all these times before it was just um it was great it was the most enjoyable part of the whole thing was getting to see um the musicians around me um you know having that camaraderie between each other again and then enjoying to get to play again i would get such a kick out of that you know because that's what they were born to do um so it must have been really hard for them equally as it was for me as a singer to not be doing what we want to do in the past couple of months it was really really special thing to see them enjoying themselves again and the crowd it was so nice to see people come out um to the front and dance back and forth and just have a great time it was like nothing had ever happened and you know i went away that night feeling really really good about what we had done and how happy people were so again it was a really great way to get back into it after a couple of months you can see on your face and just from the way you're talking how happy you are to be back and you 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 sound so grateful you're delighted but you just sound so grateful to be back and it sounds like you've done a right you literally went up and down the country there was no like local it was what was was opera filmed in the tf or am i raving Opry, no, you're right. Opry was filmed in the TF in Castlebar this year rather than the Millennium Forum. It is usually there. But um, for, I don't know why this year they, they chose Castlebar, but again, another beautiful theatre. It's kind of, it's always a little bit like sentimental for me to actually go back there because it was the first time I ever performed on stage in front of anybody was when I was 15, 16 wow. years old. Oh, yeah, I was in the TF. Um, I think it was one of the Midwest Radio Night with the Stars and Paul and Jerry were very kind to ask me on to to sing there. I was only a kid, you know, um, and I was so nervous. And I just I remember saying to my dad and to my family in the soundcheck, how am I going to do this? And they still slag me over because my actual words are, how am I going to go up there? They're all real singers. I'm just and they always say, you said they're just real singers. They're <laughs> Singers, how am I going to do this? And now I'm a real singer as well, I guess. Um, so yeah, I know it's always it's so cool to go back there and and revisit that that moment as well, and now be able to go call this my career, um, and and go back there it was really really nice, really special. That's lovely, cause yeah, I'd seen on Facebook all right, everyone was checking into the TF, and I only live 15 minutes away from Castlebar. So um, that's why I was like, who, what's going on over there? And uh, I probably was there on your first night because I have not missed a Midwest radio gig. Um, I'm, yeah, it would have been, yeah, of course, it would have no, been the night with the stars, the Midwest one. I have not missed them. I was bringing brought to them when I was like 10. So I'm pretty sure I was probably there. I'm going to take a mad guess and say I was because I've never missed probably one. So perfect. probably We're was. And yeah, yeah, I thought you were a real singer. <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much well, I think I am now anyways <laughs> I think I think we can officially just confirm that yes you are now a real singer and uh, whatever real singer means but uh, no absolutely you, you've definitely uh, hit that mark. um absolutely but um I, I know you you've you've had plans to bring out an album but that obviously was slightly stopped with COVID and that but you've been bringing out a good bit of 
eclectic and I absolutely love singing to your or singing well yes I do sing actually I do sing along but I was going to say listening I was going to say listening I let the cat out of the bag there um I love drinking with Dolly it just because like the first line think like saying how you should be born in a different era that's me all over like oh do, like when I listen to it not that I get emotional but I'm like wow to be back with them women like to meet them women to, to have grown up in that era like if I'm feeling that I'm sure you're feeling it actually singing it and being in that lifestyle like them ladies like for anyone that doesn't know I'm talking about the drinking with Dolly song it's amazing and you've such a lovely I hate the word twang but at the same time you know where, what I mean you you you're Irish country but you're American country at the same time you've got a lovely natural twang to your way of singing Thank you. Uh, no, Drinking With Dolly was a, definitely a great song to kind of, I suppose, come out and introduce myself to people here and let them know what I'm about as a singer. Um, I totally know what you mean when you're saying a twang. I guess I would kind of maybe call it a tone. I suppose my tone is very um, distinctive. I think you can probably recognise me straight away when I'm singing. I, I suppose that's not a bad thing either you know to have your own like little signature thing and um, drink with dolly was a special song for me because like that it does pay tribute to the women of country music that i would have grown up listening to like obviously dolly is a big inspiration for me but also you know patsy klein and tammy winesh loretta lynn have also been massive influences on me my whole childhood so to be able to you know i just went into the studio with that um kind of on a whim I knew I really liked the song and my producer got behind me 100% with it and just said let's do this and make something really good of it I didn't think in a million years it would you know have done as well as it has done and it, it still is doing it's the one that people will always point out to me or it's one that I will always open my own show with and um, so again very special song for me because it's that that one that that people really like and people listen to all the time and um, I'm very grateful for that you know it's it's not just like a song I, rec I recorded just for the crack it, it's a song that I you know I it meant a lot to me going and doing it so um I'm really happy it's been received the way it has and thanks for saying such, such nice things about it I know everyone is always super kind about that song so yeah um I love Drink With Dolly I think I always probably will really love that song and, and love singing it as well that's lovely and go speak still speaking about the songs can you remember what you sang that night in the tf on your first your first uh, gig or your first show i want to say i sang blue um leanne rhymes that song it has like a little yodel in it um, and I was so small I still am so small I don't want I'm saying one if my foot too <laughs> but um I went out and I, I had this little orange carly orange dress on me I looked like a little cupcake went out pooped out the sides and I stood and I don't think anybody was expecting such a loud sound to come out of such a tiny little girl but I sang that and I sang a duet with my father I told you so um Carrie Underwood and Randy Travis that would be the version that we would have been inspired by to do and record so that's what we did do um, and it went down a storm so it's just you know sometimes you can't predict these things at all it's just if they're if they're meant to happen I think they just do absolutely no that's lovely no it just popped into my head just to see did you remember but um they were that big yeah. song a big song 15 year old uh -huh. a big song I was probably a little bit optimistic going out and doing it I couldn't be told you know but it went down well anyways that's all that matters <laughs> that's fab and speaking of the album have you any plans of have you any idea when you might bring it out not and if you can't tell us that's no problem yeah. at all oh um look at I have a lot of I've a great great stuff on it and um, if I do say so myself I took so much time trying to make sure it had something on it for everybody so stuff that I was really, really proud of. Like, I just love, um, I love, I don't like calling it classic country music because country music is just country music. That's what it is. But I love the more uh, traditional side of it, I suppose. And, um, you know, like Leanne Womack and, and Dolly Parton. And I love like a little bit of um, George Strait. That's like, if I could merge those together and make that my sound, I think that's, what I would do but I also love bluegrass music I love listening to it 
all the time like I always have it on in the house always 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 so I just wanted to have elements of that in there on certain songs as well so on the album there's the songs that I have out and everybody loves thank god but there's stuff that nobody has ever heard before there's originals on there written for me by really prestigious songwriters that I've I'm so lucky that they even wanted to write something for me. There's duets on there, there's ballads, there's jibes, there's, you know, there's, it's just something that I'm so proud of and I can't wait to bring it out. So I was just, I didn't want to waste bringing it out during a pandemic when nobody was in, obviously nobody was in the best form, you know, obviously. So I did, I just, I wanted to bring out singles off the first so I'm going to continue to do that for a little bit bring out these singles that I want you know I want them to have their time because I fully believe in them and I just think they're great songs they're great music they may not be you know number one smash hits but they're they're still it's great music you can't turn it on and and ignore the fact that there's some serious playing on their serious musicians if you're into music at all you'll just really appreciate the playing on these tracks more than anything so um yeah that's what I'm going to continue to do if, if is there a time yeah I have a time in my head that that I want to bring it out um but I would like to do something special for that and I would like to make a little bit of a thing out of it I suppose it is my first um real studio album I do have EPs and all that kind of thing as well and I have released lots of music it's all out there on all the platforms ready to get but um to have one in store I suppose for people to buy a hard copy as well it will be a very you know a special thing for me to be able to go in and pick my own CD off the shelf so um yeah I do have a time in mind but I will let everybody know when that time is going to be oh I love it I can't wait I can't wait <laughs> and you can just tell you so much growth for it and you've well I think across the board everybody has been everyone thinks differently about their albums now because of COVID you know I, I feel like in the past it would be like okay a new year I have to bring out an album like some people were bringing albums out every year which was great no, absolutely what's the rush yeah we're not going where what's the rush you know there's there's no harm on sitting on something for for a little while if you're continuously bringing out songs which is what I know so many artists are doing they're just teasing out songs bringing out singles and I'd be a big believer in that you know sure let the world hear what you've brought out don't just flog it all out on a, on a cd and let them listen to the one that they know already you know and um, I'd be you know you, you went in you put time into the tracks you recorded them let people hear them you know and that's what I want to try to do so yeah that's fab. And did and did you um with your dad, did you ask his advice while you were doing it? Or did you wait until you had it all kind of nearly put together and say, What do you think now? Or, or maybe you didn't ask him at all. I'm sure you no. did though. <laughs> no, like don't get me wrong, I really love um I love getting constructive criticism. I, I would always ask people for advice on different things because I'm a big dreamer, I'm a big believer. I'll go and I'll have this mad idea in my head, I'll put it into a song and I'll think this this sounds fantastic. And I'll go and I'll show it to someone and they'll bring me straight back down to earth and say, no, that's a bit too out there, you know. And I need that sometimes. I think everybody needs that. My trouble is I just get overexcited because it's just I just love doing it so much, you know. Um, I love being in the studio. It's my favorite place to be. So um, I'm lucky that the guy that I record with, Jonathan Owens, he's fantastic. I've been going to record with him since I've been 15, 16 years old and he he never steers me wrong. You know, he'll tell me when he thinks something is great and he'll tell me when he thinks something isn't great. Um, and so will my dad, you know, and I'm very lucky to have that advice. So definitely, I always ask people for advice on the tracks. I don't claim to know it all and I definitely don't, but I know what I like and I know what sounds good and I know what, what doesn't, I think, for me personally. Um, so yeah, I'd be happy enough with what I have there now. I think I've, I think I've gotten it right. Touch wood. That's good to hear. But I think I'm, I've been excited for it anyway. But I feel even more excited now when you can hear the passion behind it and the, the thought process behind it and and that it it kind of makes it mean more. And I suppose yeah, you'll get your album launch, a proper album launch, and and like that I still like going in buying a CD off the shelf to have in the car I know I can put Spotify on but I still like that that old and like I even have all my CDs from from like that back when I used to go to the TF concerts and I'd buy my CD there um and like I I 
I yeah I like the concrete the actual physical CD like so yeah that's I like how that's something that you love because I don't sometimes you feel like the the younger generation aren't into that anymore but it shows that they are still into the actual hard copy I love that yeah totally like there's that and then it comes down to the radio as well you know I'd be a big big listener to the radio I love my Spotify and I love my iTunes you know I'm a big supporter and always buying people's tracks I will always buy you know another another singer another colleague's track I'll always try to support them in that way because as I said you know they put so much time and effort and you know poured themselves into doing a track the, the least we can do as as friends and colleagues in, in the business is go and download it and support them you know so I'd be a big believer in doing that but also I'd request them on the radio our local radios here I'm in Galway will be Galway Bay FM I listen to Midwest radio every single day I tune into Highland I tune into you know BBC Ulster like I Shannon side I'd listen to all of them because I like to try to keep up to date with what's going on what people are playing what people are requesting what people are listening to what's going down well what isn't you know um only for the radio in the past however many months where would we be because you know that's how we get people to listen to our stuff we didn't have shows to capitalize on the success of different songs so you know the radio was very very important you know it's the DJs that we send stuff out to and they take a chance on us in playing the song and you know if people like it and and they grab onto it and they think that's great they're going to keep requesting it so that's kind of what you know bringing it back to what you were saying about the hard copies hard copies and radio I'm maybe I'm just old-fashioned but that's just that's just what I, I like you know personally I guess. I could listen to you all day just talking about every all of this you just have such a good head on you and a good understanding of the, you want to understand the country music scene you know you're doing your homework you're and not because you have to you're doing it because you enjoy it and you're you you just seem to be constantly wanting to learn and find out things oh, and keep on top of things it's brilliant yeah I know totally like you know um my dad my dad said it I referenced my dad a lot in this for anybody who doesn't know I did mention earlier he's a musician and a singer as well here in Ireland I do reference him a lot because I suppose he plays into who I am as a person a lot but you know the other night here I was listening to I, I threw it on, on on YouTube on our TV in our sitting room our home here I live at home with my family and um, I just put on the Opry an old Opry you know an old Opry show and it was like a Bill, Bill Anderson had been like 60 years an Opry member or something like that and I just I just thought you know that's so cool so I was like watching the whole episode and there was different singers on paying tribute to him and poor poor old Bill you know he's whatever age he is now he must be in, in his 80s now you know and he was singing all his big hits and I just you know I'd have big respect for somebody like that who's written so many songs for people in country music you know and um, and my dad just came in and he just looked at me and he's like, I just got to hand it to you. You know, nobody can ever say that you're you're not into what you do. It's all, I, it's all I, I think it's all I think about. People are like, what's your hobbies? Um, Other than music, you know, it just takes up so much of my thought process every day. But um, yeah, no, as you said, I'm very, you know, interested in, in constantly learning, constantly evolving as an artist or, you know, I'm a big, I appreciate, you know, all different types of music and I'll listen to anything if you give me a child song or if you give me something classical I'll definitely try to find something in in everything and um, but I suppose I'm just one of those people country music is just it's just where my head is at you know that sounds that's that sounds like me all over and I love how yeah you're just I don't even know what to say to be honest because <laughs> it, you just have such a growth for it and I love that um I'm just here looking as well there's probably I don't know if you're into reading but uh I must have 20 different books here on country music I'd say I'd say you'd definitely be into some of them there's some here I had a lot of autobiographies yeah stacked up beside my bed so definitely yeah I'm even there's some here female country music singers and I've Loretta Lynn's biography and oh yeah I'll have to post them post them down to there in Galway um but no it's just like that like what are your hobbies like well 
country music like that's that's you all over and yeah. I that's that's me too like I don't do anything else I I country music I go to yeah. gigs and concerts well, yeah, and I go dancing dance. that's your thing you can dance I can't really dance I mean I can I like dancing you know I have a good time doing it you know Jesus like I could throw stuff out in front of me but I can't do it right you know everybody has their thing so dancing is your thing music is mine I think it's great when somebody has their thing or knows what their thing is so yeah I can relate <laughs> we'll have to get you dancing so if uh, I'm sure you could oh. manage a waltz if you had to oh yeah no I could bluff my way through one all right like, but if anyone was looking at my my feet or my placement or what I was doing I wouldn't I would rather they did just put it that way <laughs> Rather be on the stage rather than down on the floor. One hundred percent. Speaking of on stage, one question that I have, never mind anyone else, is where do you get all your fabulous clothes? Because, oh my God, there there's some serious outfits out there. And am I right in saying you're a fan of the jumpsuit? I've seen a lot of jumpsuits lately. I am. I do love a good jumpsuit. Um, I think everybody has their, you know, their trademark thing I guess um for me I've definitely always been I'm I love my fashion I love my makeup I love my clothes like you know I'm I'm big into all that kind of thing I always have been since I was teeny teeny you know my mom would say that I wouldn't go into play school if my you know my 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 pants wasn't matching my top and my socks were matching my go-go in my hair and you know like it's so funny because I'm I don't know why I was always that way but it was so even now you know the boys in our band or you know any other musicians that we would work with or that I would work with would always be slagging me saying she'd leave a, a trail of glitter over wherever she goes or she'd leave a you know oh the sequence on the floor oh was Claudia there a minute ago by any chance you know that's just the way it is I love my you know my bright um I suppose you know rhinestone encrusted stuff I that's just what I like on stage and um, um it's just my just my thing I guess I do love the the bright I suppose outfits and, and stuff like that but sure if you can't wear them on stage where can you wear them I'm not going to wear them sitting around the house at home am I <laughs> well you're dead right and I know when you're on stage anyway you do need an outfit that kind of pops a bit more you know so um and have you have you favorite have you favorite sites that you get these up because I know myself when I'm on looking for performance outfits because I'm also an Irish dancer you know you're looking for a specific type of style you want glitter you want sequins that kind of thing and I struggle sometimes to find but have you any particular sites that you're like yes they will have something that I look over I search around I search around a lot I do spend a lot of time going between different different outfits different sites but I do like going in and this sounds a bit <laughs> but I do like going into town I suppose or going into an actual again this is going back to me being you know an old soul a little bit I think I do like going into a shop and, and looking at something and feeling it and seeing if it will suit me or if I like the material or this that and the other and I'd often take something and I would go and I would bring it home and if I have another outfit that has you know extra rhinestone to extra something on it I take them off it and I'll put them onto the new one to make it custom so I do like just changing up my look a little bit that way as well because I don't know I'm, I'm always messing I can never just leave something be I just have to be <laughs> I just have to be messing with something so usually everything I buy I'll make an adjustment to it if it's for stage I'll add something or I'll take it up or take it in or take it out depending <laughs> what time of year it is um, I know after COVID I was definitely probably wanting to take stuff out with the, the whole COVID stone everybody was saying that they had you know they were eating all around them I was definitely like that as well but look at yeah I suppose I do I, I would look around all the time but I do like going into uh, different boutiques and, and getting something off the rack and making it my own uh, well that's great and I'm laughing we do the exact same with mm. outfits like we'll bring them home we're like yep that looks like something for stage and then we'll add more usually we're adding more gemstones or diamantes or taken exactly I think maybe it's just performance thing so because funnily I've never talked about it really with anyone before the actual outfit side of things because I suppose look the country music scene I prim primarily have boys here or lads here on the podcast so obviously 
we wouldn't be getting into the nitty gritty of the yeah, gunas and never, dresses. I never, about that. I never thought about the fact that you probably don't speak to many, many women on here that much. So it's probably refreshing. Uh, absolutely. And I've been even more conscious of having more ladies on. And I suppose a lot of them are the younger um, ladies on the scene. I've had um, um, Ashley Rafferty, Eva Leonard, you know, they're teenagers, up and coming teenagers. And then um, oh, I can't even think now, isn't it awful? I can't even think. But like, yeah, I've had the younger generation of women. So I have actually brought up a few outfit things, but still, that's good to know that we we are we're not the only ones putting on more rhinestones totally. and gems it's, and it's, gems. It's so even. funny the way there that you said the it's so funny to me the way that you said the the younger generation. This is it as well. Everyone always thinks that I am older than I am. I'm 23, but everyone always thinks that I'm like just when they speak to me that I'm older always and I don't know why it is but then I suppose I do at the same time I I think maybe I am that older older soul but it's it's so lovely to hear that you've been speaking to you know these younger mm. you know these coming up and, and giving them a platform to talk about what they like and, and talk about their interests and stuff like that and who they are as an artist you know I know that the they may not even know yet you know it's so hard to know when you're that young who you are or mm-hmm. who you are as an artist or what you, what you can what you like to put across or you know or what how you like to put yourself across but it's great you know it's lovely to see that there's so many people coming up and, and they want to they want to get into it as well it's great it's refreshing it is absolutely and I'm loving getting to know the different singers especially the younger ones and I, I'm not that I'm calling you younger generation I'm including myself in that I'm only 28 so you know it's a what it's yeah. from teen yeah we are we're and I still don't know what I'm doing so it doesn't you know doesn't matter if you're 15 or 23 or 28 but you do come across older you just but you know what I noticed that with the younger girls again who were younger than you just whatever maybe it's the country music scene but you all seem to just have a good head on you and you're you know people might stereo it might be stereotypical you're like oh them young ones sure they're just having a good time and sure they're singing a few songs and it's great crack but you all seem to have a good head on you you know what you're doing you all love the old stuff you all love like Loretta Lynn and all that which I couldn't get over because I was expecting like Carrie Underwood and uh, you know mod stuff like Lady A well not Lady Antebellum anymore Lady A um, but I love how it's gone right back to the start and yeah I'm loving seeing that obviously you're all your own individual person but there's that similarity which is great I actually noticed the lads the younger lads go for the Irish male singers so the girls are going for the American older generation and the lads are for the current Irish male that's actually, yeah, I haven't done an official survey, but that's what I'm getting from it. Really interesting. No, I suppose, look at everybody has their, everybody has their thing and everybody has their influences. So whoever you look up to, you know, you, you could look up to, whoever you look up to doesn't have to be a big worldwide star. It could be Tom down the road, who's just a really good person, you know? So I suppose it's just, it's whatever works for you personally. That That is interesting though. Is there a Tom down your road? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there calm down everybody's rules? Isn't there? I think there is. And if we know we're lying, there's a Tom or there's a Paddy. There's someone anyway. So if Tom or Paddy are listening, you're very welcome. Um, Now, speaking of influences, we're going to do our quick fire round. So what we're going to do is I'm just going to fire questions at you, short and sweet, kind of really short answers. And uh, whatever comes into your head, comes into your head. And uh, we'll find out a little bit more about Claudia Buckley. Okay. Okay, so first question. Who is your favourite American country music singer? Uh, Rhonda Vincent, Vince Gill and Dolly Parton. I have to have <laughs> um, What's your favourite country song to listen to? To listen to uh, The Fool, Leanne Womack. And I always ask this question and I'm like, do they just listen to songs and not sing them? But I suppose it just might be your style that it suits your no, voice or something like that. Can listen to something. I listen to lots of stuff that I can't sing. I can, I'm a singer. You give me a song, I'll make a good stab at it. But it doesn't mean it's going to suit me, you know, so that's totally a thing. 
Totally. Yeah, no, that just popped into my head there. Uh, do you prefer to sing a jive or a waltz or like a faster or slow song? Depends on the mood. Uh, don't get me wrong, like I love a, I love a good powerful, you know, waltz ballad type thing, but I do love a good jive. There's, there's crack in that, isn't there? So I suppose I do like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next question is, can you dance? So we've established that you, you can. I can bluff my way through it, but I think I'm, I'm going to be availing of your services there. You can throw me a few lessons, but I'll do <laughs> what really. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm available. Who is your favourite Irish country music singer, other than your dad? Um, favourite Irish, oh God. Brendan people, people always get nervous when I ask this question because they're like, oh, sugar. No, there's just a lot of thinking in it. There's a lot of thinking in it. Um, Brendan Quinn and, and Brian Cole. I was mixing them up there. Brendan Quinn, Brian Cole. I do like those. Uh, Philomena Begley, Ray Lynham. Um, I really liked their duets back years ago. There's a lot, I, I have to think about that. There's a lot of great singers. No, there were good choices there. No, and again, the old stock. So that's that was good yeah. again. So next question is, do you prefer to perform at a concert or a dance? A, oh, God, both for different reasons. I prefer a concert just for, um, you know, the purpose of I think everybody that are coming in in the audience, they're really there to listen. Um, and they really want to hear the music. They're there because they really like your style of music and they want to chill out and listen to everything. Um, I love the atmosphere. I love the program we're allowed to do in a concert setting. You get a little bit more scope with what you can do, um, you know, set-wise and stuff like that. But I do, I grew up learning how to, I suppose the way I am on stage and the reason that I am so comfortable on stage is because I grew up learning how to uh, sing and perform at dances. It gives you a lot of confidence um, on stage. Um, it gives you, you know, you're, you're able to call stuff really quickly. You're able to read a crowd really quickly at a dance. Um, and you're able to, you know, comprise a really good set at a dance as well. So I definitely learned learned so much from growing up doing spots at dances and stuff like that I still thoroughly enjoy them um but I think I am the performer I am now at a concert because I learned at dances so both for different reasons very good um next one who do you think is your biggest fan my biggest fan yeah god I don't know my biggest fan there is a little girl who would come to um come to see me whenever we are around up north and her name is Katie and she's just the, the sweetest, sweetest little girl ever. She would always come up um, at the end of the show and she'd be real, real shy. She's like a little princess. But once you get chatting to her and she's always you know, d- done up to the nines and in such a cute little outfit. And I always like to sit and, and chat with with Katie at the end, she's the sweetest, sweetest little thing in the whole wide world. She reminds me of when I was small and I was going to the gigs. You know, I always make this this point, like when I was little, I'd often go to see Susan McCann and I'd often go to see uh, Philomena whenever they'd be around. And I'd always be so shy to speak to them at the end. I just think they these are like these, you know, glamazons up on stage and, you know, I couldn't even get my words out to speak to them. So. I don't know why anyone would ever feel that way with me because I'm, you know, the easiest person ever to talk to, but she's just the sweetest little thing and I hope she'll continue to come see me for years to come. That's lovely. And it's nice that you've mentioned a younger, you know, someone someone little and someone small. That's so lovely and that they're into the country music as well. Yeah, totally. No, I get like there's loads of, you know, mums and dads that would I do you know what we mentioned social media earlier. Social media is a great tool and stuff like that for being able to reach out to, you know, people who will come to our shows. I'm not actually that I'm not actually that big into it. I I just kind of like to use it for work and I like to use it for music and promotion and stuff like that. I think it, it is an awesome tool that way, but I just I don't love to share everything that way. I'd be quite private person actually so I do like it for that reason to be able to talk to these mums and dads and they would often send me videos of like their little their little babies or their little kids that would always come to see us on like the Sunday of a gig or something like that that's usually the family day um and I love to see them dancing around to my songs like it's it's the best thing ever so that's 
that's um it, that's why I think it, it is a great tool to be able to speak to these little little people like little fans like you mentioned younger people who are going to be the next generation of supporters of country music you know oh that is lovely and hello to Katie if you're listening as well <laughs> um next question do you play any instruments I play now I play guitar but I I never um I suppose learned properly I never did any lessons or anything like that I just kind of picked it up and you know bluff my way through it and stuff like that my main instrument I suppose if you want to call it that is my voice but um and I'm and I mind that (laughs) like we spoke about earlier minding your voice um, and and all that kind of stuff I went on to like a, a a voice coach for the first time ever really um last year just before covid hit because i was gigging so much i found i was getting really tired sounding tired so i went to somebody to help me to learn how to you know warm up properly and warm down properly which is you know these things that i didn't even know i was capable of doing and that i suppose i mind my voice like it is my main instrument but no through covid as well through lockdown and stuff like that i did start taking online guitar lessons and stuff like that with the musician who plays with us regularly so i suppose yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll get better at it i don't know but i'm able to i'm able to get by with it yeah that's great um what is your favorite local radio station oh you're trying to get me in trouble here yeah <laughs> absolutely well you're you're in Galway, so yeah no look at uh news uh chris carroll everybody in there mark roberts everybody in on Bay bfm is very very good to me they often get me on you know to speak interviews wise play all my new tracks and um, i can't not mention um you know jerry and paul on midwest radio as well who are also you know they give everybody a spin um you know all the time and they're very very kind and gracious to me also so and I listen to Midwest and I listen to Go Bay pretty much every day so uh those I'd say would probably be the ones that I would tune into most that's fab so varied selection there yes um I apologize for anyone watching the video my battery is low on the laptop so I'm in the middle of plugging it in so I'm sorry for all the shapes that I'm throwing here while I'm plugging it in (laughs) Claudia what is your favorite song to sing while I'm busy maneuvering around here you fill us in there my favorite song to sing I love to sing I love to sing pretty much anything by Leanne Womack I love to sing when the grass grows over me. Lots of uh, different singers have covered that over the years. My favorite version would be the George Jones version. He would be one of my favorite male singers. I know earlier we spoke about our favorite Irish singers as well. I forgot to mention Matt Levy. Oh my God, what a singer. I just think Matt is like the bee's knees. I had more time to think about that there, but um, yeah, going back to that anyways. Yeah, probably when the grass grows over me or anything by Leanne Womack. Just think she's phenomenal. Fab. I think I'm going to go and have a listen to her now after this episode oh or God. after the recording because it's not I wouldn't usually I need so. to send you my playlist because there's some serious gems in there I have like six different ones depending on the day of the week <laughs> or what way I'm feeling but don't worry I'll send you on the goods <laughs> oh I love that that's going to be my evening sorted now and last question tell us something we don't know about you or something we might not know something that you probably don't know about me um yeah well like maybe because of the way that I am on stage and stuff like that I think everybody has like a stage persona and stuff like that you go out and you know I tend to speak to the audience like they're my pals my buddies rather than you know speaking at them I suppose I never go out with anything pre-rehearsed or just chat away to them and usually everybody's roaring laughing up at me because I often tend to make a joke about myself so that's the way I am on stage but actually I, I'd be more of a I suppose I'm, I'm a timid person and um, nobody ever thinks that I am that way but I am I'm not very in your face or anything like that I'm more of a timid timid person I guess a uh, creative cre- very creative person but other than that yeah I suppose I'm, I'm an open book I don't think there's anything that's super super out of the oh maybe like I'm I'm into art I would draw a lot I paint a lot um, I worked as a I'm a professionally trained uh, makeup artist as well I worked as a trainer for various brands in Ireland here for years as well before I went doing music full time that's maybe a, a quirk that nobody would have no, known about me I would have done a lot of bridal work and um, stuff like that on fashion shows and stuff like that as I was growing up so yeah maybe that's something that I think that is something and <laughs> that explains why your makeup is always flawless 
<laughs> I don't know about that. I just know I just know how to cover stuff. <laughs> I know how to make myself look less tired when I'm wrecked. So that's not <laughs> that's not a bad uh, a bad uh, skill to have, I guess. Yes, absolutely. You said there you're an open book, so we'll add in one last question. What's your least favorite thing about the Irish country music scene? If my any. Le- my least favorite thing. Um, I guess the way you know, I guess the way that maybe we can be a little bit more close-minded at times to different styles of music, I guess, or implementing in different elements of, you know, sound into what typically fits an Irish country bracket. I wouldn't, even though I'm Irish and I sing country music, I wouldn't necessarily class myself an Irish country I'm a at the end of the day like as I said to you earlier I'm a singer I'm a recording artist I you give me a song no matter what genre I'll give a good stab but country music is where my heart is that's you know that's how what I know how to how to sing and that's what I naturally I think fall into as far as the Irish country scene is look at I can't really you know poke at it too much because I've had always very positive experiences with everybody has been very kind and warm and welcoming to me. And um, when I was starting out, I suppose when I was starting out, this is the, I, feel, I still feel like I am in a way because I'm, I'm, you know, there's lots of exciting things coming up for me and I'm very, very lucky that way. And everybody in the, you know, Irish country scene, if we can even call it that, um, has been very kind and very warm, very supportive and very welcoming to me. So there is great people in there. There's great, you know, camaraderie in there. And we are kind of like, I suppose, a big, a big weird family unit, if you want to call it that. So look at, I suppose everybody will have their different take on it. But for me personally, I've been, you know, I've had nothing but positive experiences, thank God. I think that says it all about you. I've asked you to find the least favorite thing and you totally turn it on its head and tell me how much you love it and talk all positive. But I think that really that's you in a nutshell. You're you're just so down to earth. That's what's come across. I've never met you before. Obviously, I'd be familiar with you from social media and songs and that kind of thing. So from that aspect, I mean, I I, I don't know you, but I know you're music and that but you come across as very have to change that the second we get you know back doing gigs and stuff like that you come along with all of your you know your fine dancers and by the end of the night I'm sure I'll I'll know how to I'll know how to maybe dance I look down I look down at people you know it depends it's so funny the further we go up north I feel like oh my god like they're so good at it. Do you know what I mean? I'd be afraid to even walk through the floor for fear I'd be pushed out of the way for being too bad, <laughs> too bad at it, you know? Maybe down here in Galway, I'd, I'd bluff my way through it a little bit. God, no, I wouldn't chance it going up the north. So I definitely, definitely need to avail of you guys' lessons, I think, because it's bad, it's bad the way it is at the minute. <laughs> well, we're only down the road here and uh, only only mad to get, to get, well, we are back dancing, but only mad to keep Brilliant. dancing. Um, Absolutely. We'll, we'll get you sorted out now. But um, no, we've put there from that was a very long, quick fire round. We'll tell you the crack. So for the crack, this all this podcast sounds like it's plain sailing. But half we, we were nearly at the end and we decided we'd take a half hour break and uh, uh, phones died and I had to go break. to a meeting and we we came back. Difficulty. Yeah, we had a technical yeah. difficulty and we regrouped and we're we're back and we're finishing. Well, I, I think, do we have yeah, more we're, well, yeah. I'm here if you want me. <laughs> Claudia doesn't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good sign that's a good sign yeah we we started with technical difficulties and we finished with technical difficulties but um where can people find you claudia i know for someone that says they're not that into social media you're not doing too bad with your uh 20 000 followers on instagram how does that make you feel because i would look at that and say you're an influencer in a way like i know you're not you're not yeah you are and you aren't. And I'm not saying that in a smart way, but how does that make you feel having 20,000 followers? Uh, again, you know, I suppose, again, I sound like an, um, a granny here. Maybe 20,000 followers doesn't necessarily mean bums on seat at, at a gig. 
Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean that 20,000 people are going to go out and, and buy your music. It doesn't mean that, you know, at the end of the day, if social media was gone, what do you have? Do you still have your music? Do you still have your fans? Thankfully, I still would like to think I had that back a couple of months ago. My social media was, you know, wiped um, by accident. I think something happened. Oh, yes. They were gone. Yeah. So look at that happened. And for a day or two there, I was kind of like, oh, what am I going to do now? But then I was like, you know, my my phone kept going. I kept getting, you know, gigs in the diary for next year. I was like, we don't miss. This is just a tool to help us. Um, I'm very, very lucky and very, very, you know, um, grateful that I have fantastic people following me that, you know, but download everything that try to come to everything that they possibly can that would message me on the regular to say that some song maybe that I have sang you know touch them or in a in a certain way that is what means the most to me I'm not big on numbers I'm not big on anything like that I just want at the end of the day I just want to be a working singer a working musician and if I have a couple of people that come around and see me at the gigs and enjoy what I do then that's I'm happy enough and look at if if followers and you know I suppose high amounts of followers whatever you class that as comes on social media with that great if it doesn't no biggie I'm good just doing my own thing wise words oh my god you're such a lady and oh <laughs> you said at the start there I'm going to sound like a granny but you just have such a good head on you and I'm finding that across the board with all these singers in their teens and their early 20s everyone just has such a good head and I love that because it's easy to get carried away if you really wanted to and there is singers out there who have and oh you're just you're just so level-headed like it's brilliant it's brilliant to see but you will get so you're already got you've already got far and you are going far but you'll get even further I feel like with a head like that that just the help of God. Anyways. Oh, absolutely. Wise words from Claudia Buckley is going to be a new podcast. Um, <laughs> First episode coming soon. <laughs> um, so, of course, people can check out the pod, or the pod, not the podcast. Sorry, there is no podcast yet. People can check out your Instagram page, and of course, you have your Facebook and your Spotify and YouTube and. Um, we can look forward to a new album coming out. We don't know when yet, but we'll definitely, you'll have to go and just look well, yeah, on social media. Absolutely. Like every, you know, keep, keep in the loop with me on there. And the next month in particular, I do have, you know, at the end of this month, I'm going, fingers crossed, touch wood, I'm going to uh, Scotland to accompany uh, Nathan Carter and his band on tour. Um, before that, I have a couple of gigs in Ireland you can find them all online on my Facebook page or you can find them wherever on the lads uh, Facebook pages with the three amigos I'll be guesting with them also in the coming two weeks I have a I want to say two weeks I hope it is I have a duet coming out with a male singer on the scene who is not uh, my own dad he is someone that I look up to for years and years I think he's an absolute monster vocalist and we're both so happy with how this song has turned out we've done a video for it also so that will be coming out shortly as well and there's lots of exciting things um in the diary for the, the rest of the year and 2022 so keep an eye and I'll keep you in the loop of what's going on I'm so excited for you and this is the first episode I feel like where we mentioned COVID once way back at the start and we actually have not mentioned it since and we've actually talked about work and gigs and everything that's coming up for you so this is the start of a exciting series because it means that we're not talking about COVID anymore we're no. getting on with things we're talking about gigs and singles and albums and tours tours tour tours yes Ooh, tours yeah look at like Guys, COVID has been, you know, maybe I'm making light of it here, but again, I always just glass half full kind of gal here. But look at um COVID is a thing that we just have to live with now, isn't it? So um we can't allow the world to stop just because of it. So if we just keep trudging on and doing our thing, we'll be fine. We have to be fine. We have no choice. I think they they are good words to leave. The, I've, I've messed up what I'm trying to say that is a good note to finish on is what I was trying to say there um, Claudia it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you and to chat to you and to get to know you better and likewise for the um, the listeners I hope you have got to learn a little bit more about Claudia Buckley and make sure you go and check out 
her page on Facebook and uh, Instagram and all the social media accounts to keep updated with everything that's coming up. Claudia, I wish you the best of luck with a very exciting few months ahead. And uh, I really appreciate you agreeing to come on the podcast and have the chats with me on this lovely Tuesday afternoon. Of course. Why wouldn't I? It's been great. I love to come on and chat about all these things. It's great to talk about music. You know, it's great to, I'm a bit of a music nerd, as you probably know now. So like, I'm just so, you know, into talking about it, I guess people just talk about what they love. So look, thanks for having me on. And thanks to everybody that tuned in. I've had a really good time. And like uh, Sandra said, you can find all my stuff online and keep in the loop with me. Also, obviously keep in the loop with Sandra all she has going on if you want to learn to dance lads she is a girl hit her up I will be hitting her up as well but look at thanks for tuning in and obviously thanks uh, Sandra for having me on it's been a pleasure to speak to you thank you so much thank you for those lovely words as always guys thank you for tuning in to this first episode of series four make sure you share and follow and let all your friends know and I will chat to you all soon soon and just one little quick note as this episode is going out on Wednesday I want to say the best luck to Mayo in the All-Ireland because I am there I am ready I am Mayo's biggest so I'm just sneaking that in so for anyone that's lasted this long I'm sorry I had to get it in there so the best luck to Mayo and please God will win anyway now I'm going Claudia thank you so much guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and I will chat to you all soon stay safe Sloan.